Hey there, it's Pete Mundo. Welcome on in to another edition of Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com. And man, week nine is already here. I say it every year, but I especially feel this way around Halloween. Sitting here, it's, you know, you're getting ready for Halloween, kids trick-or-treating, parties and all that stuff. And you're like, wait, college football season has a month left of the regular season. What is going on? This can't be happening. Oh, it is happening. I hate to break it to you. It's happening. Thanks for joining us. Hey, podcast listeners, rate, review, subscribe. We got those free koozies, Heartland College Sports koozies, when you leave that rating and review. And, of course, subscribe to the show. So uh, let's get right to our Big 12 football power rankings for Week 9. We'll count them down from number 10 to number 1 this week. At number 10 in our Big 12 football power rankings, We've got the Iowa State Cyclones coming in at number 10. They were 10 last week. They had a bye. They're the only team without a win in Big 12 Conference play. So, you know, it seems pretty simple. I know they've lost a lot of close games. And I don't believe Iowa State is going to end the season at number 10. But for now, they got to stay there. Didn't play, didn't show me anything. And uh, then they get set to welcome in Oklahoma this weekend. So that's going to be a... A real good game to see where exactly the Iowa State Cyclones stand moving forward. At number nine in the Big 12 football power rankings, I've got the West Virginia Mountaineers falling from number six. Yes, from number six. Because they got embarrassed on Saturday. There's nothing else to say. You lose to Texas Tech 48-10, and I know Tech fans are going to say, what are you trying to say? The Red Raiders are good. There's not a 38-point talent gap on paper between these two teams. It's an indictment of the coaching staff. The team was a complete no-show on Saturday for a second straight road game, just like they were against Texas a couple of weeks back. And if West Virginia wanted to go bowling, this is the game they needed to win. Like, this is the game they had to win. And now you're looking at the schedule, and you're saying to yourself, find me a win on on this schedule. All right, they got a bye week coming up here. Then they've got Iowa State, but they got to go to Ames. That's never easy. And Iowa State's a good team, even though they haven't won a game. They got OU. And then you wrap up the season, two top 25 teams, K State, Oklahoma State. Like, look at this year. Look at this season. And you can make a strong case the Neil Brown thing just isn't working. How many years do you need of, of mediocrity to just say it's not going to happen? And it's fair to have that conversation right now. And uh, West Virginia finds itself number nine this week in the power rankings. At number eight, the Kansas Jayhawks are number eight. They are down from number five. They've lost three in a row after that 5-0 and start. And their resiliency against Baylor was impressive. Uh, they made it a one-score game after trailing 28-3. Says a lot about the coaching staff and the players. But... After an emotional first half of the season, uh, KU needs this bye week to kind of rest physically and mentally and gear up for the back end of the regular season. And you think about the emotional roller coaster of this year so far for the Jayhawks. 5-0, and college game day, riding high, lose three in a row, come back on Saturday, fall short. I mean, it has been emotionally exhausting for this team. I'm not giving them excuses, but it has been. So the bye week comes at a perfect time. They're still a solid football team. I believe they'll get to bowl eligible with, you know, one win needed to get to that point with, you know, what will be four games left. 
Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Texas, and Kansas State's not going to be easy at all, but I think they'll get there, and they'll be bowl eligible for the first time since 2008, but they are number eight this week in the power rankings. At number seven, Oklahoma was on a bye, but I move them up one spot since Kansas lost a third straight game, and the Sooners had beaten the Jayhawks the week prior, so I'm giving OU the edge for the number seven spot, but... Now you got to go beat Iowa State. That's a tricky, tricky game in Ames this weekend. We all know the history there. We all know what's happened uh, between Oklahoma and Iowa State in recent years. It's been a tough game. So that'll be a fun one this weekend. Number six in the Big 12 football power rankings on heartlandcollegesports.com. The Baylor Bears. Baylor coming in at number six. Bouncing back after a loss at West Virginia. That moves them up from number nine. Uh, A dicey second half. They got up 28-3. They won 35-23. But running back Richard Reese had his best game yet. 186 rushing yards, couple of scores. Quarterback Blake Shapin was back in the saddle after leaving the West Virginia game with an injury. And I think it's safe to say Baylor probably wins at WVU if Shapin doesn't get knocked out. But regardless, Baylor's back on track. They stay in the Big 12 championship game hunt. Now, you know, they're going to need some breaks here when you look at the Big 12 standings, but they're in the mix. There's no doubt about it. They are in the mix, and uh, they're number six this week. At number five in the Big 12 football power rankings, counting them down from uh, 10 to 1, Texas. They are down from number three. Uh, Texas comes in at number five. The Longhorns had a double-digit lead in Stillwater, let the game slip away. Uh, Quinn Ewers had his worst game of the season by far in the toughest road environment of his life, 19 of 49 through three picks. And this is why I liked Oklahoma State in this game. My Big 12 picks against the spread went 3-1 and one last week, I will add. And that means they're 6-2 and two the last two weeks. We're getting hot at the right time, baby. Let's go. So we're rolling. And I liked Oklahoma State in the points in this game because I thought to myself, Quinn Ewers has not started a true road game since high school. And now he's got to go to Stillwater. The fans are all over you. They're slapping the paddles away on the sidelines. That's a tough road environment for your first true road start at Texas. And Quinn Ewers, it played out, not trying to pat myself on the back too much here, but it played out exactly like I expected. Now, if you told me Texas would be up Two touchdowns and lose, might not have predicted that part, but I thought Oklahoma State being at home with a better quarterback, more experienced quarterback as well. And on top of that, Mike Gundy as an underdog since 2016 had won four of five games outright. He's now uh, won five of six games outright as an underdog at home since 2016. That's all I needed to see. That's it. So Texas, um, also the defense, gave up nearly 400 passing yards to Spencer Sanders. Not a good look for them. And Texas comes in at number five in the Big 12 football power rankings this week. At number four, the Texas Tech Red Raiders. They're moving up after an absolute shellacking of West Virginia on Saturday in Lubbock. Tell you what, man, this guy Baron Morton at quarterback, he looks like a franchise QB for Tech. Dude is smooth, looks good, redshirt freshman, big arm, good accuracy, great poise and confidence. I, you got to love Baron Morton. If you're saying to me right now, I can take one quarterback for the next two to three years in the Big 12 Conference, 
you know, the older guys don't count, obviously, because they're going to be gone. Guys like Max Duggan and, and guys like uh, Spencer Sanders, you know, they're going to be gone. For the next two, three years, if I can get one of them, I, you know, I'm, I'm taking Bar- Baron Morton. I'm taking a hard look at that guy. You want to sell me on Quinn Ewers, you can do it. But Morton, I, this guy looks like the real deal. And for Texas Tech, the defense also looks more formidable each and every week. Offensive line still have concerns about, I can't believe West Virginia couldn't get to the quarterback after Tech's offensive line gave up 23 sacks in six games. But uh, Texas Tech deserves to be in that number four spot. And it's them and Kansas as the two biggest surprises in the Big 12 so far this season. At number three, Kansas State falling from number two. Now you may say, hey, they lost. How do they stay in that three spot? Well, you know, they led TCU 28-10 and then the wheels fell off. They lost Adrian Martinez, their starting quarterback. Then they lost their backup quarterback, Will Howard. And then they're on their third-string quarterback in Jake Rubley. And Rubley was not ready for the moment. Defense got tired. Offense kept stalling out. TCU's offense uh, scored touchdowns on three straight drives, 91, 77, and 74 yards late in the second half or late in the first half into the second half. And, uh, you know, it just kind of fell apart for them. But you're on a third-string quarterback. So I'm factoring that into the equation here based on the resume, what they've done, how they played on Saturday before they got down to their third-string quarterback. And how about Jake Rubley? I mean, I'm rooting for the guy. But he came in as a huge prospect for K-State, and he's had a couple opportunities, and it just hasn't come close to working out at all. At number two, In the Big 12 football power rankings, the Oklahoma State Cowboys bouncing back from that loss to TCU, come back from double digits down, beat Texas on Saturday. So after blowing a double-digit lead, Oklahoma State comes back from a double-digit deficit. And as I noted, Mike Gundy is 5-1 straight up as a home underdog since 2016. For my money, Mike Gundy remains the most underrated and possibly underappreciated college football coach in America. With every coach having no loyalty, Mike Gundy, I know he's toyed around with other jobs. Is he going to go to Tennessee? Is he interested in Texas? You know, is that leverage negotiation? I don't know. But in the end, his actions have spoke louder. He has stayed in Stillwater, America. He has loved Stillwater, America. And every year this guy has this team in the top 10, top 15, in the hunt for a Big 12 title, final month of the year, He's always right there. Always. Uh, For the better part of, you know, his entire tenure, certainly the past 10 plus years. And you don't have to have any concerns about this guy going anywhere at this point. He is staying at Oklahoma State. And it just feels like we get caught on these hot coaches of the moment, right? And there's Mike Gundy once again. Team's in the top 10. No one's talking about him. Spencer Sanders is that foxhole guy you want in your corner with the game on the line, bum shoulder or not. And the defense is continuing to come along, make stops when needed, and you got to like that if you're a Cowboys fan. So I've got Oklahoma State at number two this week. And at number one, the only undefeated team left in the Big 12 still is TCU, beating K-State at home on Saturday for a second straight week. TCU had to come back from double digits to win the game at home. Um, Max Duggan, the quarterback's getting confident, more confident every week. And running back Kendra Miller, He had 153 rushing yards and two scores. He's the best player in the Big 12 that nobody is talking about. 
like that's how good this guy is. No one's talking about him, but to me, he's the best player in this league that nobody really discusses. Every week, he's got big numbers. I mean, just just look at right now. You go to Big 12 stats right now. Kendra Miller is averaging 104 rushing yards per game. That trails only Deuce Vaughn and B. John Robinson. And is 6.1 rushing yards per carry. That is more than B. John Robinson and more than Deuce Vaughn. He's right up there. It's 10 rushing touchdowns are second to B. John Robinson. So... Uh, guys having a heck of a season, and no one's really talking about him outside of TCU and maybe parts of the Big 12. So there you go. Big 12 football power rankings, 10 through 1 for Week 9. I've got Iowa State at 10, West Virginia 9, Kansas 8, Oklahoma 7, Baylor 6, Texas 5, Texas Tech 4, Kansas State 3, Oklahoma State 2, and TCU at number 1. There you go. I'm Pete Mundo, heartlandcollegesports.com. Always good to have you on the show. So as we look at um, other items coming out of the weekend, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, <laughs> you can read about it on the website at heartlandcollegesports.com. The Pac-12. Did you see this video I posted? It's up on the website under the Trending Now section. It is uh, Stanford football getting set to kick off against Arizona State on Saturday. It is the most embarrassing thing you will ever see. There must be a couple thousand fans in this football stadium for a Pac-12 game at Stanford. Literally. It is pathetic. It is the most pathetic thing that you will ever see. I I cannot, as much as like we'll knock on UCLA's crowd and we'll do that all the time, this is a horrible look. Why any major TV network wants to get in bed with the Pac-12, I won't understand and don't understand for the life of me. Like, this is this is not even a spring game. This is a spring game an hour before kickoff in most Big 12 schools is what it looks like. It is as, I can't even describe it. You've got to see it for yourself on the website. Yes, and Stanford's 2-4 and four coming into the game. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. This is I, this is a big Pac-12 football game. Arizona State, Stanford. It's a conference showdown. It's not even like they're playing, uh, you know, Chattanooga Southwest St. Mary's School for the Blind. The Big 12 needs to be aggressive and end this conference once and for all. That's what has to happen. If I'm the Big 12, I'm extending two offers immediately, Utah and Colorado. Get Utah in. Bring the Holy War back with BYU. That'll be a staple every fall um, on the schedule for ESPN or Fox, who it looks like will continue the relationship uh, with the Big 12. Bring in Colorado for the old Big 12 rivalries, Big 12 matchups. Familiarity is important. That stuff matters in college football. And get it done. And if you got to go four, you want to bring in the Arizona schools for the four corners, I'm, I'm very much open to that. But there is so much uncertainty around the Pac-12. They don't know what they're doing. The Big 12 could have a TV deal done before the Pac-12, and the Big 12's got to be aggressive. Be aggressive, get this thing done, and uh, let's see how it plays out. That's, that's what I'm excited for. That's what the Big 12 should be doing. But I, I cannot cannot overstate what this looks like at Stanford. It is embarrassing, as embarrassing as it could possibly get. It's just crazy to watch. Meantime, uh, 
We've got the opening lines for week nine. And you want to know how good this league is, how competitive the Big 12 Conference is. Look at these lines for week nine this Saturday. Baylor is a one-and-a-half-point underdog at Texas Tech. West Virginia's home as a a six-and-a-half-point underdog against TCU. Oklahoma minus one-and-a-half at Iowa State. And Oklahoma State, K-State opened up as a pick game. So you've got a situation here where three of the four games open up as basically even money. A one-and-a-half-point spread to a pick in three of four Big 12 games. And then you've got the best team in the conference in TCU, at least the team in first place, against a team that just lost 48-10 to in West Virginia, who may be the worst team in the Big 12. And the spread, I know it's in Morgantown, but the spread is only six and a half points. What other league is the best team playing the worst team and you've got a six and a half point spread? Nowhere else is that happening outside of the Big 12. That is wild. And you know what? The thing that also continues to stand out to me in this game, uh, in this weekend spreads, Oklahoma State just gets no respect. Oklahoma State has only been favored in one out of four Big 12 games. Yet they're 3-1 and one in those games straight up and 4-0 and against the spread. I, that is crazy. They've only been favored once in their four games, yet they're 3-1 and one overall and 4-0 and against the spread. Meantime, Vegas clearly showing a lot more love for Texas Tech. They're favored to win against Baylor this weekend. I know it's in Lubbock. But if you were, I always try to do this. I try to guess the lines before they come out. And I would have said Baylor should be a three to four point favorite at Texas Tech. No, Texas Tech was the favorite by a point and a half. Baylor's the underdog. And then Oklahoma, Iowa State's going to be a coin flip come Saturday. I think both those teams coming off a bye week have a lot to prove. So it is a very, very interesting time. And it's going to be a just an awesome next few weeks in this conference. Absolutely outstanding to see how the most competitive conference top to bottom in America plays out. And I hope that every single uh, Big 12 fan is appreciating that. And and just how good is the Big 12? How up in the air is the Big 12? The Week 10 kickoff times come out on Mondays. So on Monday, uh, they announce the kickoff times for the following week. So that would be next Saturday, November 5th. And the only game that's locked in, West Virginia at Iowa State is on ESPN Plus at 2.30 in the afternoon, 2.30 Central time. All the other games, Baylor at Oklahoma, Oklahoma State at Kansas, Texas at K-State, Texas Tech at TCU are in the six-day selection window, meaning they'll be announced, those times will be announced on Sunday after these games take place. That tells you all you need to know. The TV networks don't know what to do with the Big 12 because every week it looks different depending on who wins and who loses. I hate that for fans, but it tells you a lot about this league and where it's at right now. Pretty exciting stuff um, all around. Pete Mundo on HeartlandCollegeSports.com. Always great to have you on board. Take a moment out. Leave that rating, review, subscribe. I'd be so grateful if you did that. It takes you 30 seconds. It helps us on iTunes beat out all the big dogs when it comes to Big 12 podcasts, CBS, ESPN, all the others. And that's why I've got the free Heartland College Sports koozie. Leave the rating and review. Send me a screenshot to Pete Mundo at HeartlandCollegeSports.com. I'll get you hooked up with that rating, uh, with that koozie after you leave a rating and review. And if you don't want it, just hit the five star after the show ends. That's a big way to help out as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a great rest of the day. We'll talk to you soon. Pete Mundo, heartlandcollegesports.com.